0: The Winning Way podcast is proudly supported by Ticket Spicket. As the official ticket partner of the NIAAA, Ticket Spicket has been leading the way in digital ticketing since 2016. Visit morethanjusttickets.com for more information or call 1-855-96-TICKET to get started. Alright, this is the Winning Way Podcast. I am Zach Shank. Uh, I'm here. I've got a guest um, I'm excited about today. This is actually the first guest that I have had that's been within my same state association here in North Carolina, part of the North Carolina Independent School Athletic Association. Uh, so I've got Nate Ryan, who's the athletic director at Grace Christian School down at Sanford, North Carolina. Nate, how you doing? Good. How you doing, buddy? Doing well, man i um, excited to kind of hear about you guys and, and, and hear about your path to your position there at Grace um, and then talk about a few things and, and the growth there at Grace as you guys have uh, seems like just hitting astronomical numbers in the last, you know, couple of years um, and, and talk about, yeah, yeah, talk about y'all's growth as a school first and foremost, as an athletic department and your teams and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but to start with, uh, give our listeners a little bit of a background on how you got to the position of athletic director there at Grace.
1: Um, so this is not the first school I've been the athletic director at. This is actually the third school I've served in this role as. Um, but I came to Grace four years ago, um, came in when the current AG um, approached me after a game one day and said, hey, we've got a lot of vacancies open next year. Don't know what your thoughts are. Um, We'd love to bring you in and let you kind of revamp our soccer program and um, kind of take over the reins of that. And um, at first I was kind of like, eh, okay, we'll see what God's up to. Um, But then just kind of as some other things progressed with the other location I was at, uh, it was clear that God was opening the door quite a bit to point to grace. Um, And when I came and I interviewed, I was offered the job on the spot and I actually said no. Um, And I think I came back and I went with the head of school three more times before I finally actually said yes. Um, just do some things going on in my life. I just got married and uh, was trying to figure out, you know, is education right for uh, young marriage and all this other kind of stuff with the the time frames of coaching and what have you. But anyway, God just opened a lot of doors, um put a lot of faith in him. and uh, my first year here, my wife and I lived in downtown Raleigh area and I commuted to Grace, which was about an hour and five minutes coming here, um but going home. it was it was about two and a half hours. Um, so just a lot of time spent on the road. Um, but, you know, Um, came in first year um, taught high school history high school Bible coach boys and girls soccer teams Both boys and girls soccer teams have winning season Um, boy went to the state uh, final two um, lost to Greenfield the story of my life for a little bit there Um, and then um, ended up winning uh, Lee County teacher of the year that year Um, just really had a lot of success early on here Um, and then Year two here, um, AD kind of left middle of the year, um, so I helped the current assistant AD Jesse Wilson, um, kind of in that transition a little bit. Um, really in the spring season, um, he became the AD hands on, and I just helped him wherever need to be. Um, and then we hired another AD who came in, um, Coach Whiteheart, um, was here for the last two years and really did a phenomenal job. Coach Whiteheart's a huge mentor of mine, and uh, he calls me on the phone I think just about once a week, just checking on me, see how I'm doing. Um, but um, really, he had the opportunity to move to Tennessee to go be with family um, while I wish he was still here working with me. Um, you know, I'm happy for him. I understand what that's like. I get the opportunity here at Grace to work alongside my dad, um, who's an elementary school principal here um, and really just have that family environment. So I get it. So when he um, announced that he was leaving to Tennessee, he actually came and talked to me and goes, I want you to know that I recommended you for this position. Um, and then kind of went through the interview process again, wasn't new to the AD game. Um wasn't new to the AD in North Carolina because I really served at Southside Christian School, so had a lot of relationships within our conference, had a lot of relationships within the state association, um, actually was the AD who helped get Southside's approval for the state association. Um, and so I really knew the ins and outs a lot. Um, but really, that's how I ended up here, um, you know, loving being the AD um, through midway of the first year here and uh, still coaching soccer. Um, so wear a lot of hats, but um, God's been good and it's been a lot of
0: fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Obviously, Grace and my school here, Noose, we've been in the same conference uh, starting my fifth year here. Uh, we've, we came into the, the conference, Mid-Carolina conference together back, you know, a couple ADs ago. And, and so I've had the privilege of working with those previous ADs and Dwayne. And I guess we could all hope to get to Dwayne's level at one point where we're retired, hanging out with grandkids and family and stuff like that, right? Family, all family, like yeah. sign me up, sign me up. Exactly. Um, well, cool. <laughs> so being there at Grace – first official year as head athletic director um, you know it comes with with things and and hills to climb and burdens and all, uh, you know types of stuff that you go through and, yeah. and, and go around and now you guys are 1a uh, Correct. which obviously we used to be 1a as well until I think they did the numbers whatever it was two years ago and we've slid up to 2a now you guys are moving up to 2a as well. Um, yes, you guys have, have grown, like we talked about earlier, you know, in, in, a, in a fast, fast way, which is great, obviously, mm-hmm. especially in the private school sector and in the Christian private school sector, you know, for mm-hmm. us to be able to grow, obviously, during COVID, we've all seen a lot of growth within our schools, um, of people leaving public schools and, and looking for better opportunities for their children. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys moving to a next year, um, mm-hmm. how, how are you guys going to make that adjustment from an athletic standpoint? Um, you know, increasing the potential competition level, uh, mm-hmm. maybe potential travel, things like that. How, how are you guys going to fare uh, coming down to the uh, 2 A division here in the North Carolina Independent School?
1: Yeah, and I think um, really this year, um, this summer, um, both when I stepped into the role um, in, in mid-June um, and Coach Whitehart saw that this was on the horizon as well and um, our head of school and our director of ops, we all knew this was coming. Um, and so really, I was tasked from the second I stepped into that chair is how do we get our athletic department ready for this growth that is already happening? And each day I came into work, it was a new number of, oh, well, here's five more kids. Here's 10 more kids, here's 15 more kids. Um, you know, the floodgates just really gotten to open, which has been awesome to watch. Um, it's just been really cool seeing the, the kids and the families that, that have come to Grace. Um, and, you know, and so when I, I, I took the job, I said, one of the first things I want to do is, you know um, a lot of people know us, you we're the grace crusaders. Well, there's another part who we are We're the grace Christian crusaders. And I said, and our emphasis is going to be on that word Christian. We're going to focus on discipleship. We're going to focus on mentoring. Um, and then those wins and losses, they're going to take care of themselves. We're going to build a family here. Um, and so started day one, um, completely deconstructed both our athletic handbook and our coaches' handbook, um, and rewritten them in such a way to where there was biblical integration throughout every component of it. Um, And it gave us ways to hold families to standards, kids to standards, coaches to standards. Um, We increased coaching pay to increase some higher level coaches um, and and really try to grow, as you said, to get ready for 2A as your competition goes up. So when your competition goes up, we need higher level coaches. But of those coaches, once we increase their salaries, we said on top of that, we want all of you to partner with FCA and go be 3D certified as a coach. So all of our head coaches have partnered with Fellowship of Christian Athletes and are working through 3D certification, which is heart, mind, body, um, you know, teaching the whole athlete and what that looks like. Um, You know, we hired um, an athletic trainer through our school nurse and um, have outsourced. We've got four or five different athletic trainers that rotate who's on campus and who's not. Um, And so really internally started to get ready for that growth Um, in sports where we could. uh, My goal this year was to add a JV team in every sport where we could. So JV girls, basketball is finally back for the first time in grace. I want to say since I've been here, um, JV girls soccer. Um, I don't know if they've ever had a JV girls soccer team, JV boys baseball is a thing. Um, we added a varsity girls softball team. So again, just giving kids opportunities to participate. Um, you know, when I took this position, we had 15 sports teams and, um, right now we're currently seeing that 30 sports teams. So we doubled our coaching staff. Um, we doubled the amount of opportunities for athletes to be involved. Um, and we doubled the amount of sports that we offer. And so I think all of that sets us up for coming into 2A with an infrastructure that's ready to handle the increased travel, um, with an infrastructure of coaches that's, that's ready to go to the next level and help take us to the next level. Um, the other thing I've been pushing my coaches through is, is learning how to connect with college recruits. What does that look like? What does it mean to get these athletes to the next level, to, to the next step as a high school coach? Because that's still your job too, is to prepare them for once they leave grace because um, eventually they're going to leave grace. I mean, we, we get them for a max of four years in the high school here, right? Um, so, you know, once they walk out that door, can they walk out that door, explain why they're a Christian, defend their faith, and then go be equipped to whatever field God calls them to, whether it's continuing to chase the dream for four more years or whether it's entering the professional world in college. Um, so really just setting up our infrastructure um, and our policies and procedures, we're constantly revising them for next year when we officially become that 2A school. So really just, being open to um, feedback, both positive and negative, Um, taking things into it, um, really getting our parents wanting to be involved through a state of volunteerism. We um, also um, have a crusader club now, which is essentially our booster club, Um, brought that back here as well. Um, So again, just some infrastructure changes to really help continue to set us up for success down the path that we're already heading.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, as we grow here, and obviously not as fast as Grace. Uh, and I kind yeah. of put in perspective for our listeners, uh, I'm in the middle of Raleigh. You are in Sanford, North Carolina, Lee County. Um, so our, our demographics are different. Uh, yeah. We have a lot of people here in North Raleigh and Raleigh in general, and we have a lot of schools to pick from too. Mm-hmm. Uh, not saying that they don't have options there in y'all's area as well, but um, mm-hmm. our growth, we are both at the same level of 2A, um but your growth is, is is happening a lot quicker. Um yeah. and just kind of put that in perspective for our, our listeners there. Uh but we were both in 2A. Um and we've been in 2A now for I think a full year. Actually, this is our yeah, our second year that we've uh will be in 2A. Uh and and it's been it's been uh challenging, but it's been fun. Um and and as anybody that listens that's familiar with uh, the NCSA here in North Carolina, you guys can probably get a feel for our classifications and kind of how it breaks down from 1a to 4a and and those that we are on the small side of it uh I think of like 120 uh some schools are at the higher side of it is in like you know 250 and and higher so there's a big gap there in that 2a but um uh yeah I think you guys are like you said setting up that that infrastructure for your coaches and your parents and your players that's the key for it um Mm -hmm you know, we kind of hit those two A numbers kind of overnight in a sense, you know, during the summer one, one time. And when I made that announcement, you know, I was like, Hey, look, you know, they just did the numbers. We don't have a year to to break it or to, to kind of get ready. We're two Uh And we, so we didn't have a chance to kind of plan that, you know, the whole thing out and everything. Yeah. And uh, so uh, I do think that that is key for your athletic department, for your, um, parents, your players, is to kind of mentally prepare them in a sense to, mm-hmm. hey, travel is going to be a little bit further maybe. Uh, Competition is going to be maybe a little bit better in certain areas and in certain teams. Um, mm-hmm. But there's the chances there to do bigger and better things there as you move up in classifications for your school as a whole and your athletic mm-hmm. department. Oh, yeah.
1: Lots more opportunity.
0: And also, I mean, what a way to leave 1A <laughs> <laughs> on your varsity boys' side by picking up a state championship for varsity boys' yeah. soccer. So congratulations to you it. for that.
1: Appreciate it. First time in eight years that we brought a state title home. So felt good first season as AD and also being the head coach to bring home a state title and, uh, you know, put the banners up. And yeah. it's funny, we had ring repping the other day, getting the boys tied for rings and it kind of was deja vu all over again. of Holy cow, we did that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I, I remember um, <laughs> in 2018 when our boys won yep. and we had that uh, that whole, that that same thing and, um you know it was uh it's kind of surreal as an athletic director to kind of be like hey like I didn't coach this team man but I feel so invested and I'm I'm yeah Yeah. I'm so involved now granted you are the coach and the AD so your investment's a lot different but for me it's like I hired the coach so do I get like a a little check next to my name here or something but uh
1: put a ring on your finger (laughs) exactly
0: so um but yeah man congratulations on that that's always big time I know that uh there for a while it was grace and greenfield and i you know i, I got to give myself a plug and noose so it was kind of the three of us and then it was yeah. grace and greenfield there for a while and uh so congratulations on that and finally bringing that thing home and yeah. uh knocking off the uh the top dog <laughs> um good. good. so kind of shifting um towards our next uh, mm. topic here uh you and i share something in common. Uh, actually, we we share a lot of things in common. Uh, when it really comes down to it, uh, married for you know less than ten years, both yep. have young children. Uh, mine's yep. not even two yet, and yours is what two, right two at months. okay. Right so, so little over little over a year old. There, um, we're both athletic directors. Yep. We also both coach teams, and <laughs> yes. notice I said teams, not team, but teams. Yep. Um, now this is my first year in five years that I'm only coaching one team, and it's been it's been a challenge. Now I'm coaching two teams in the same season. You're coaching a boys soccer team in the fall, and then turn around, got the winter season off, and then you turn around coaching in the spring. So what I want to talk about is balancing an athletic director's position and the, your growth of your department and and everything that you you're hitting as an athletic director, and then also kind of coming over here and trying to balance family life. And coaching life as well. Mm-hmm. So um, I know for me, man, it, it, it has been a challenge mm-hmm. just to find the time in the day to get stuff done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, people are asking me this and are asking me that. And uh, you know, then you're, you're talking about your, your, your different hats that you're wearing during the regular school day. Uh, give us a breakdown of what your day is like from during your season we put it that way so you're coming in ad and then practice time game time give us a breakdown of your day yeah so first off i
1: just want to start by saying i have an awesome administrative team around me um, who really like if there's something going on in the ad world while i'm coaching that i need help with they're like hey i've got home game management for this team don't worry about it go do your thing or whether it's helping me with paperwork and filing physicals and making sure everything's up to date that they step in um, and do a really great job coming alongside me and, and making sure that I have the support I need in my own program. Um, but I, I'll tell you one, one of the big moves this fall that I made was um, we've had a middle school coach here for quite a few years. Um, his name is Brian Smith. Um, he's coached in the area and the clubs um, at the club level of soccer. Um, and I've really watched him coach the middle school level and I've wanted him to, to pull up the varsity with me for quite some time, but his kids just weren't there yet. Um, And so I kept waiting, 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 waiting. And finally it was the year to pull the trigger on asking him to come up to varsity with me. Um, And I'm telling you what, man, making the move to hire a solid assistant coach when you're an AD and a head coach, um, that, that was, that was the money move right there because if there was a day I had to do AD stuff, I could trust him to run a practice game plan that I put together. Uh, But you know, nuts and bolts, kind of what my day would look like, kind of what you originally asked, um, was, you know, getting to campus. Uh, first thing I would do when I'd get to campus about 7.15 is um, I get out to the soccer fields and I start lining the fields, um, mainly because I don't want to do it when it's 97 degrees outside. I mean, nobody wants to do it when it's that hot outside. Um, I get sunburned really, really well. That's why I moved away from Florida. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I'd be out in the fields, um, usually, you know, getting the field ready for about an hour, um, come inside, straight to the concession stand, making sure a concession stand is good to go, um, all of our food code, all that other kind of stuff is up to date. Um, and then it's usually meetings for two hours and then from 12 to one. Um, I try to find me- five minutes to shove down a sandwich. I don't know. Um, I don't know if <laughs> you struggle with that sometimes too or not. Um got Buffalo Waddle sitting on my desk and it's getting colder by the second, but it's okay. Um, but uh, you know, so eat when I can and, and then it's responding to emails. And um, you know, about two thirty, my assistant coach would get here and we'd start running through what we want to do at practice that day. And um, 3.30 to four, I'd have a little bit more time to knock out some emails, make sure my middle school coaches are good to go. Um, four to 4.15, my assistant coach handled all the stretches. So I'm on the field by 4.30, um, and from 4.30 to six, it's go time. And it's hundred percent in with coaching. Um, and sometimes it's game situations, sometimes it's film review, whatever it is. Um, and then, you know, we get done practice and I hash practice out with my assistant coach go, what went well, what didn't go well, what do we need to work on? Um, I mean, I don't know if, yes, we just want a state title, but, um, my roster was 75% underclassmen. Um, so, you know, it was, it was a young team. Um, I only had three seniors that started and one junior that started. Everybody else was eighth, ninth and 10th grade. Um, so, you know, a vast majority of my team is underclassmen and, uh, we were young. Um, you know, I lost day one of our season. Um, we had last year's state player of the year, uh, towards ACL done for the year. He didn't play a single game for us this year. Um, and, and, so, you know, we, we didn't have what we thought we were going to have and, and it had to fade a lot together. You know, we started one and four in the season and said, okay, what are we going to do Or one and three in the season? Um, and then we went on a run, man, uh, The kids just bought into having each other's back and, and buying into a family mindset. And, uh, coach Smith and I spent a lot of time watching film, figuring out ways to get better formations that fit us and stopped watching other teams film and said, you know, let's make teams play to our level instead of thinking we have to play to their level. Right. Like, let's set the standard and let's set the tone. Um, and that's what we did the rest of the season. Um, I mean, uh, our game versus you guys, man, went down to, what, 30 seconds to go and a uh, ball in the back of the net as it's getting pitch black outside. I mean, I, yeah. it, it was just fun, man. And, and so I, as an AD, you know, there's times where it's like, man, why do I coach? I've got so much other stuff mm-hmm. to do. But then I remember the relationships and the time I get with the kids and, uh, you know, those, those conversations you get to have after a loss when a kid's in tears. Uh, where those conversations after a win when you finally get a state title with your senior captain who's been your center back for four years and experienced all the heartache of losing the greenfield three years in a row like you know um there's those moments i wouldn't change for anything um but then at the same time it's when you go home how do you unplug um because i want to sit there and i want to respond to emails and i want to do college recruiting and i want to do this and i want to do that and i want to do this and then my little 12-month-old daughter runs up to me and goes dada and then wants to play and you're like oh okay you win um And so really, it's um, learning how to set boundaries in your life, man. Um, When I go home, um, especially on weekends, like the second I step foot in the door on Friday, I turn my email notification off. I put my phone away. I don't touch it until 5 p.m. on Sunday. And I turn it on for an hour and a half. Whenever I can get done in an hour and a half, I get done. And that's my daughter's nap time. And then I'm off that phone, Um, you know, really protecting my weekends um, with the rare occasion of going to you know a showcase with some different kids for colleges and that kind of stuff um I really really protect those really protecting holiday time um you know learning how to hit my own reset button um again I've got a great admin staff where if I'm at school for a basketball game to 11 o'clock at night they're like you don't have to be here at 8 a.m that's ridiculous like sleep um you know um but but again so it, it goes back to the infrastructure that you set up and surround yourself with and again um you know this fall season it was easy for me to be an ad and, and coaching and, and there were days where i got stuck in the ad office and uh, you guys haven't been to grace my office is like um a, i don't know four brick walls with no windows um i got a door it's great i have no idea who's ever walking in my door because i can't see them um and you know just wanting to be out there on the soccer field but i know i've got to get this other stuff done um but we actually just had our team dinner um celebrating our state championship the other day and um I'm going to be just coaching one team next year. So I'll be moving down to just coaching the varsity girls next year. Um, my, my assistant that I hired, Coach Smith, is going to take over as a varsity boys head coach. I'll yeah. um, also be involved as an assistant. But, again, it's a boundary I needed to set, you know, knowing we want to, you know, keep growing our family and that kind of stuff too, man. It's, yeah. it's you know, for this season, it means stepping away a little bit. And I've got some young coaches in my middle school staff and some other areas that – I need to spend some time mentoring and developing because if my staff and other programs are not doing what they need to be doing and aren't growing where they need to be growing, then it's really hard for me to coach this year. I was just blessed with a fall staff full of rock stars from cross country to a first year golf program right. who I think only had to go to one golf practice, which I just wanted to golf when I was there. I didn't really pay attention, but like, it was great. Um, awesome partnership with Quail Ridge who let us use our facilities. Um, you know, so we had that and, um, uh, I had three volleyball coaches who all had coached at a club level and ran their program. And, uh, she won first year varsity coach, won coach of the year in the MCC, you know, mm-hmm. super proud of Megan and what she accomplished with those girls made a state run in and of herself and, uh, you know, e- reaching the final eight teams. And, um, uh, again, cross country, both finished runner up in the state. So again, I had awesome mm-hmm. coaches across the board that allowed me to focus on my sport and, and let me be successful there. But knowing that that's not always going to be the case too, that this season was kind of an anomaly of that, um, you know, in the spring, we've got a first year varsity softball team and it's an off campus facility. So that's going to mean a little more work on my end and figuring out my schedule. But again, it's when I've got varsity girls coming up and making sure I've got a good assistant. Now, this year, I added a JV girls soccer team and those two coaches are also going to be able to help my varsity team. So it's again, finding that support in the areas where it's not your AD role. And then also, um, you know, having people around you in your AD role that you can trust to help you out in different areas, whether it's a athletic trainer and assistant ad um school administrator whatever it is um realizing you can't do it all we're not superman it's it's okay we don't have an s on our chest at least i don't um you know and and sometimes you've got to say no to things and sometimes it's not fixing it in the moment it's documenting it and going okay we're really like flying like a 757 jet right now and this thing is midair and there's cargo we can unload midair and that's great but we don't want to load into the new cargo that we're going to push out to our coaches and make them change their way of doing everything. Cause then we're just going to get a crooked plane and that's not going the right way. So, right. Um, you know, there's things to wait and fix next year and, and that's okay. Yeah. Um, but again, I, I was really blessed this fall and this winter, you know, I've really been able to be hands-on with a lot of my coaches with the basketball season and cheerleading. And we started a shooting team, um, which I know really not a lot about other than we shoot a lot of things on Sundays and it's, it's, <laughs> it's I've got somebody kids signed up for it. It's not even funny. Um, Hunter Ayers is running our shooting program. She's doing a great job with it. But again, you know, I have been blessed to not only experience growth in a good way here with kids, but the quality coaches that I am getting that come and interview here, I'm sitting here going, I could, yes. And then another one comes in and I'm like, I don't know where to put you, but I want to hire you too. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, I, it's a good problem to have that when you've right. got all these new families, you don't know what the talent pool is and you've got people connected to boom, 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 boom. And I, I watched in our gym the other day and we, we had uh, a scout here from, I don't remember what college it was. I want to say UNC. They walk in and shake their hand. They go, are you the athletic director? And I wanted to say, depends who's asking. And then I realized why I was talking to. And I was like, oh, okay, this is this is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: so, but yeah, man. So that, that's kind of what my day is like during the season. Yeah. It's not when it's schedule, 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 um, and sometimes play janitor.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, um, it, it, it's like you said, it's, it's figuring out a time to – take one hat off, put on another. And, um, you know, I I always revert back to this, uh, this topic, but you know, we had Kevin Schneider on back in, in season one. And, you know, he, he kind of looked at it and was like, Hey, you know, how many hats do you have at your house? You probably got, you know, 15 plus hats, but you Mm -hmm. wouldn't wear them all at the same time. Right. Well, of course not. So he's like, you got to wear one at a time. And I'm like, man, I've never even thought about that. You know, he's like, you look silly, silly with 15 hats on. It doesn't make sense. And, um, you know, as I kind of progressed through the summer and, and on into the year this year, um, I was like, you know what? We're going to I got to take some hats off because I'm wearing them all at the same time. And uh, so even the same thing for me this year is, is I'm athletic director. I'm, you know, dad. I'm I'm husband. I'm whatever I got to be. And then I'm the varsity girls basketball coach. And so mm-hmm. I was able to take a hat off there and, and kind of die it down a little bit. But um, it is nice. It is nice to lighten the load. Uh, a lot of people don't realize it, you know. A lot of kids think, hey, you know, coach so-and-so, they just sit in their office and kind of hang out and they, they schedule some things and then they just watch sports all day. It's like, no, not even close. I wish that's what I did because yeah, that'd be a heck of a lot easier. Um, but, you know, uh, as, as our schools grow and as our numbers grow, we have to grow as an athletic director and as coaches. Yeah. And uh, so we got to constantly make ourselves better and and figure out what that is. And one of the main reasons why I started the winning way podcast back in August of uh, 2021, I believe. And uh, so we're, we're rolling through. Uh, You're the first NCSA athletic director besides myself, obviously, but as a guest, so it's kind of exciting. Maybe start a new uh, trend here Um, and uh, and go from there. But Nate, I appreciate you jumping on talking about grace, talking about y'all's growth, talking about balancing AD and coaching. Um, and so real quick, I always put you on a spot, put our our, our guests on a spot typically. If you could give a up and coming athletic director one piece of advice, quick piece of advice, what would it be?
1: A quick piece of advice.
0: Quick. It's okay, it's okay to say no.
1: Absolutely. Wow. It's okay to say no. Um, you know, you can be a yes fan and you can say yes to everything, but um sometimes you've you've got to learn how to say no and um and really trust your instincts. And now, yeah, go ask advice for those who have been there before you, yeah. but, you know, you were hired to do this job for a reason. Um, so, you know, sometimes you got to, you got to trust that instinct a little bit and, uh, you know, and again, set boundaries for yourself. Um, I can't remember who wrote the book. I probably have it in here somewhere, um, there's a book actually called boundaries that talks about boundaries at work and in life. And, you know, for those of you who are a Christian in your faith, like what do those boundaries mean for you as you continue to grow in your own faith? And, um, you know, I, I had a mentor of mine, um, about 10 years ago, hand me that book as a 21 year old and say, you need to read this. Cause at that time, we're a motivational speaker, coaching club, coaching school, teaching like, I, I don't know. I did it all. Um, I, I was the idiot wearing 15 hats and I'm pretty sure you can tell I was wearing 15 hats. Um, but I read that book and I, I sat down and I was just like, ah, it really is okay to say no. And so I think that was my biggest piece of advice is it's okay to say no. Um, you know, uh, other things, you're not going to make every parent happy. And and that's mm. okay to just, you know, treat everybody like they're a child of God because they are and, and love them where they are and, you know, hear them out at least. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. That's a solid, uh, advice. Uh, it was something that I did not know coming into this field was it's okay to say no. Sometimes everybody has a lot of ideas, but yeah. they're not always good and don't nope. say yes to all of them. Uh, well, uh, Nate, I appreciate it. Tell our listeners where, uh, where they can connect with you, whether it's social media or anything like that, they want to reach out to you? Um, yeah, um,
1: so I work at Grace Christian School. Um, email is Ryan at gracechristiansanford.com. Um, I'm on Facebook. I don't have any other social medias. I should probably change that because I do a lot of college recruiting stuff. Um, but really, I'm kind of old school in that sense. I'm on field level if you're a college coach out there and you want to connect a little bit, uh, both with boys and girls soccer. Um, I do a lot of recruiting for some different small NAIA colleges and stuff like that, too. So. Um, you know, if you're a coach, and AD out there, you're looking to get your kid noticed in the world of soccer. Um, I got a lot of connections. Um, and if you can't get a hold of me, Zach knows how to get a hold of me very, very yeah. well. Absolutely. Um, so, but Zach, man, really appreciate the time. It was a lot of fun being on, um, you know, you're doing some cool stuff. It's fun to see.
0: Absolutely. But, well, hey, I'm Zach Shank. This is the Winning Way podcast. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Winning Way. Enjoy. Today's episode is brought to you by One Heartbeat Athletics. If you're looking on how to build a warrior culture in your athletic department, then look no further. One Heartbeat Athletics is guaranteed to enhance your team's toughness and change the lives of your athletes. If you're interested in setting up a free 15-minute preview, please email Tommy Brown at thumb at yahoo.com. That is thumb at yahoo.com.